Hi, it's Pam. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat Podcast, so let's get to it. Let's chat. It's still hard for me to believe that I've been chatting with you on Pammy's Chit Chat for a year. Man, a year really flew by. Last year was really busy for us in many ways. We traveled extensively. We were gone from home a great deal last year, and Every single bit of it was splendid, beyond splendid. It was extraordinary on so many levels. And as we look at this year about travel, we are looking at it cautiously because of the coronavirus. We very much want to go back to Europe. And we have, Gary and I have talked about many different avenues of, of that travel, of, of routes and countries and places that we really want to go. But we're being very cautious, like many people, because of the coronavirus. I'm going to talk about it again. Yes, I did talk about it before. But, but today I want to talk about it for a different reason. The death toll keeps climbing. We're at just over uh, 635, and it, it keeps going. It's, it's not tamping down, as I hoped. But the, a real concern... You have a cruise ship that was quarantined. You have things in place that people are trying to contain it. And until it stabilizes or we see where it's going, Gary and I don't plan to make any extensive travel plans. So we're digging up little things <laughs> in Florida. We may take a road trip. I don't know. You Hey, you know, as much as we're out anyway, it's it's uh, you can get it anywhere at any time. We fully understand that. But why I want to talk about it really today is very concerning. The doctor in China that blew the whistle on this virus is dead, supposedly of the virus, but it is so suspicious in nature, his death, they are they have launched an investigation into it. Anymore, you can't be a whistleblower. You can't bring the truth forth with that fear, really for your life. And that's what's happened. The the uh, the doctor that blew the whistle that has caused all of this to be out in the in the public eye so much is dead now. Very, very concerning. So we Gary and I will keep an eye an eye out on that. So I don't mean to be serious on a rainy Friday. I sat outside Again, when I say outside, I'm in a sunroom. No one can see me unless they really try. <laughs> then they, they probably could, but they're going to have to work at it. In my big white fluffy bathrobe, drinking coffee as it rained. It's lovely. But I do hope it, I do hope it clears up because Gary and I have things we want to run around and do today. Enjoying the rain, enjoying the fact that in January in the Palm Beaches, we can sit outside as Gary and I did last night. And enjoyed it very much. On Sunday, I plan to watch the Oscars. I don't. I'm not one of these to say what I will be doing. Fill in the blank. Six months from now, I I I live in the moment and I embrace the moment. Yes, planning goes into effect. Of course, of course it does. But I tend to more say, Hey, what are we doing right now, right this very moment? And let's make the most of it. But having said that, my plan is to watch the Oscars on Sunday and I will wear something after five-ish is my plan with a flute of champagne 
uh, in my hand, which I will talk more about a cocktail in just a moment. So stay with me for that. Let's talk a little bit about the gimlet in a moment. But we have made it through 50% of the movies nominated. Will we make it <laughs> to seven? Because that's our goal. We will not be seeing Little Women because I, the reading the book as a young, very young person, it traumatized me. Yes, Louisa May Alcott, blah, blah, ahead of her time, many issues brought forth, blah, blah. Already talked about that. I just don't like forced sentimentality. And I want to, like the Gimlet, I'm going to get back to that uh, forced sentimentality versus real sentiment in a moment. We are on the fence about Jojo Rabbit. I don't know. We'll probably see it. We'll probably see 1917. So that will give us uh, seven of the of the nominations. What we won't be seeing again will be Joker and uh, Little Women. So we will. We have X those off of our. Gary would probably watch both of them, and he who knows he may on his own. But together we won't. We will not be watching those two movies um when we were uh, uh talking about the oscar nominated movies and so forth we first of all antonio banderas if you haven't seen pain and glory it is subtitled try to catch it because it's it's wonderful and he is he's oscar worthy there is no question it's the best thing he's ever done in our opinion gary and i both agree wholeheartedly on that, but in 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 watching, uh, t- trying to find things to watch, and isn't it amazing how you have Gary and I don't watch a lot of re- we, practically zero regular television. Gary watches sports shows. We watch Netflix Prime. We watch a lot of things streaming, but we watch very little regular scheduled programming through the regular channels. We. I don't watch any of the reality shows, The Bachelor, you know, all of that, the the singing shows. I don't watch any of that. I don't care about the competition kind of shows. It's to me, it's subjective. If what I like in the way of entertainment and stuff, you may not like. So competition, whatever. But in trying to search around and find something, and we did drop back in on HGTV again for the first time in ages, and I will podcast about that in the future. But we found this great little documentary on Betty White. It was wonderful, and it was one of those things where that brought out real sentiment, where you have these these movies and shows that try to make you feel sentiment, make you want to cry, all of this. I find that very unappealing. Don't try to make me cry. It, if I know, it's like, just leave the soap opera. But this real this real story about Betty and, and her life did bring on this sentiment, especially when it came to Alan Ludden and their wonderful love story. And it was one that I really didn't know. And so it touched me. It touched me very, very deeply. It was very sweet. So if you get a chance see that, see that documentary on Betty White. My first recollection of Betty White was 
Mary Tyler Moore show. Now, Mary Tyler Moore was very brilliant with her show because she rode the fence of mediocrity as a character. Mary Richards was really very bland and vanilla, if you think about it. While she was strong, she was a working woman at the, the, in, in the 70s when women were literally fighting for the right to have certain jobs, be in certain schools, be in certain clubs like the Rotary, things like that. So she was on the, the curve of, of liberation for women, and she brought that forth. She, as a character, was still in the cin- dead center in a lot of ways, but her brilliance was she let her characters carry that torch. She gave the scenes to them, and it was brilliant on her part, and it made her show very successful. You had Rhoda, who played brilliantly by Valerie Harper, whom we had the chance to meet and hang out with, Valerie and her husband, could not have been more delightful uh, as humans. They were just wonderful. And you had Cloris Leachman. Uh, over here as Phyllis, a very a kooky character. Both of those characters were so strong, they spun off into their own shows. However, Betty White, when Valerie Harper, the strong character of Rhoda, left, they needed something to fill that void, and they really brought in Betty as character Sue Ann Nivens to, to make it, to, they, they made her a strong character, very, very strong, very saucy. So when people were shocked that Betty was saucy on SNL and demonstrated that side of her, I really wasn't. It's like, this is nothing new for Betty White. And when you see her character, uh, uh, her, her history rather, in the entertainment field, which I did not know the first part of her of her how she was launched you will think she is amazingly strong when you see I, I please watch it because she entered into live tv in such a strong way it was it was so compelling even in her what uh, i guess it would have been 80s when she was in the movie the proposal with sandra bullock and ryan reynolds who who speaks about her in this documentary she made the film. She played Ryan Reynolds' grandmother, and she was fantastic. And they could have made her uh, even stronger, uh, and should have, because she brought she brought unbelievable character to to that to that little movie. So get, catch that if you can. Now, Gary and I, and Brandon, really all of us, are big, big history buffs. Brandon is a degree in history, as a matter of fact. But we all love history, and we love the backstories of everything. We, When we see something, we watch something, or we know some little tidbit, we dig down, and we try to find out what's behind it. Every single time, we will try to know more about the person, place, or thing. And last night, Gary and I began to talk about the gimlet. The, what was the story of the vodka gimlet? Because... Uh, we were, I used to order it back in the day, you know, not all the time, but I mean, years and years ago when we lived in Dallas and I would go out with these two people in particular, uh, we, the three of us were, had a, a, this great strong friendship and we would go out periodically for a cocktail. And I would always order a Gimlet because I just liked the sound of it. I, it was old school. I, you know, it was a simple drink. I never, I never drilled down into it because it was. I was too busy. I didn't have time for that sort of stuff back then, to find out what's in this drink. Who cared? We were talking about things that were going on at the time. So, 
but last night we Gary in our conversations we had these great conversations we really do and uh, so he began to, to while we were sitting there we were playing a, we were playing a game uh, and he began to drill down into the history of the gimlet and you can make it with vodka or gin and but it started out as medicine isn't that romantic for sailors to prevent scurvy it's a very 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 old drink it didn't just pop up in the 30s like i thought in the in the in the, in the roaring 20s really of the you know the when you had the uh, you know the the speakeasies and the you know Prohibition was in effect. No, no, no. It goes way back to being medicine for sailors to prevent scurvy. Really, it's lime juice, simple syrup, or back then on the ships it was sugar, which is simple syrup and uh, and uh, and alcohol. Uh, so we're going to conjure up some gimlets. I may slide in a, a, a gimlet when I'm doing my solo Oscar watch. When we lived elsewhere, I had real Oscar-watching parties, and everyone dressed up, and after five, and we would rate the red carpet one to ten on the dresses, and it was great, great fun. It's different here. I don't have that same social situation here, so it will be me, myself, and I, and that's cool. It is cool as can be. I'm sure Gary will be watching sports in another room, but I, my plan, who knows, will be to dollop in something after five with champagne, probably, or maybe a gimlet. I don't know yet. If it is a gimlet, I won't take it. It's usually served in a rocks, uh, on the rocks glass. I don't care for those. I like my flutes, my coupes, and my martini glasses. That's what I like drinks served in. I don't care what the drink is. One of those three. I'm, uh, the old school coupes, I love the small ones or the larger ones. I have Waterford coupes that are beautiful, but they're a little bit big, so I don't know. But that's what I'll be, that's my plan. And I will be, I will kind of be rooting for Antonio to win. If he does win, he won't win. He won't. I'll be happy because he deserves it. I really, I really will be happy. So Gary and I have debated back and forth these movies. What do we want to win? Uh, let me hear from you what your thoughts are. I would love to hear from you about the Oscars. And do you even care? Should they, should they go away? To me, I think they're, it's a lock as to who will win. We already know who's going to win. Pretty much based on Screen Actors Guild and the BAFTAs, so that part is going to make it pretty boring, but let me know what you think. Do we need these anymore? Are they passe? I don't know. Whatever you do this weekend, make it fun. Go to NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Figure out what's going on over there in our world. We appreciate that. Gary and I both do. Thank you for being with me for the past year. Your support has meant a lot to me more than you know as you're sitting behind the scenes listening I appreciate you for being out there I really do now stay with me <laughs>